What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself, Alfie, for Ollie, yo, Harry, hello, and everybody's fan favourite, you know, Mister Mister Manchester United, Mister Awesome. I'm just Mister Bars Bites, Dan Bardell. Giving you quite an intro there, mate. That is, yeah, that's the best intro I've got so far. I love it. Well done. Hey guys, <laughs> how are you doing, guys? Very well, mate. Very well. Much better now. It's uh, I'm finished with work. Nice, nice. Is um, has anyone got a fan? Before we get into it, has anyone got a fan on? I'm picking up slight. Although it might be my headphones. I don't know. That could be my PC. Oh, maybe. I'll just pick. Well, it could it be, be my PC. It could be my PC as well. Mine's yeah, under my desk. Right. There'll be there'll be a bit of music over the edit anyway. So uh... yeah, yeah. Cool. I think it just might be me to be fair. But yeah, it's not on though. I would love it on right now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm fucking already sweating in my room. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're uh, we're back for stuff. Obviously, we were, we were here yesterday for your for your twitchers if you're watching. Um, sorry for the day delay, but we just we had a lot of shit going on basically this week. But um, yeah, getting into football news, there's not much news between yesterday and today. I guess the fact that England drew with Poland, boys. Did, did anyone watch the match? No, I did not. I'll be honest, no. All the five minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. I watched, like, I sort of had it on in the background while I was, like, on my laptop doing some work and stuff like that. Um, it seemed like a really physical, scrappy game from what I saw. Poland were really bringing it to us. Um, sort of looked a bit Hodgson-y in the way we were playing. Remind me of up with Palace last season, I'm not going to lie. Just once we got that goal, which was a sick goal, um, Harry Kane's uh, outside-of-the-box smasher. But, yeah, just look, we just sort of, like, sat back afterwards and then let Poland get a 90-second-minute equaliser. Um, Shout-out to Simon for his message last night. And uh, he's obviously <laughs> very happy with the uh, very happy with them winning after I said that they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, well, no, so they're not winning. Drawing. It's, yeah, it's like a win for them. Yeah. Fair best yeah. result ever, I think. Yeah. <laughs> True. But, um, but, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't that great of a game. I wanted to get you. We spoke about this yesterday, actually, but I want to get you, your your two opinion on this. Um, so Trent Alexander Arnold can't play in the midfield. Um, just can you, can you, have you guys got any thoughts on how he played or, or anything around that? I feel like he is trying to get crowbarred into the team, um, partly because of the media outcry about him about Southgate having the the balls to leave him out of the team, and. Um, Partly because we're not that deep at centre mid, so I can see why he's trying to play him there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, d- I feel like don't force a player into the team just because they're a good player. Yeah. If, if thought... you've got an idea in mind, which is what Southgate's been good at, he's been picking the players that are right for the way he wants to play. Yeah. No, that's true. I thought um, like Reese James has played in the midfield and looked better than that. So I feel like if we're going to do that, maybe put Reese James in there. But uh, Bars, did you catch any of the game with Trent in midfield? Um, so I saw I saw a little bit of the game. I don't know if Trent was playing or not, to be honest with you. So I don't know if they brought him off. Did he? he that's that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, he played Andorra, played, I think. Did he? Yeah, it was against Andorra, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I will say about... like It's been a thought of mine, and I know it's easy to say coming from a Man United perspective, and I didn't put him in my you know squad for the Euros anyway but I feel like there's a a bit of like Deli Ali situation that could arise 
in terms of he was good and there's no um, denying how good he was in that season um, but there were aspects to his game that were exposed which was his defensive um, duty so I understand trying to shoehorn him in because you want that delivery but at the same time you know that's not why you would have a midfielder in the team your midfielder in the team particularly where you know if he's playing centre mid isn't there to do that job and I think he's in danger of sort of getting left behind when you've got younger players or um, other spe- players that have a specialised position of like kind of leaving him behind especially if he's continuing to be played out of position if anything he should be continuing to play fullback and then improving that side of his game instead of Gareth shoehorning him in because he wants to play Trippier there or or something like that and you know I, I mean I rate Trippier as well but um, yeah I don't know I think he's just got to be careful because if he puts in some crap performances in midfield then no one's going to justify him being in the squad are they you can't even bring his versatility into play as like a reason why he should go because that's no, yeah. shown to, to not be true. But I don't well, know. Saka doesn't even get mentioned in the conversation for some reason. Yeah, yeah. The I media mean, don't even mention him. There's clear like he's clearly not great attacking at all. Although his numbers show that he's improved like dramatically in that area. But yeah, for whatever reason, he doesn't get doesn't get mentioned. But you know, if if he was if he was in the side against Poland, Poland probably don't put in the ball to cross it, to be able to cross it in and then get that yeah. header because yeah. he wins those balls every time. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's, so, it's take yeah. or take, isn't it? It's such a, I don't know, I feel like there's something against wan and I don't understand why. It's yeah, just... I don't know what it is. I mean, to not have seen him in an England shirt as well for the amount of times that we play, for the amount of dross that we have yeah. to come up against, like, why wouldn't you just hand him a cap, try him out? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think and then there's... he's kind, of, and then he's kind of stuck anyway because he can't change nationalities, can he? So, I think this is what makes it tough for these sort of players because when Wan-Bissaka was at Palace, there was always that excuse to fall back on and go, "Oh, he's not playing a, a, a top, one of the top teams. He's not going to get picked, um, all that sort of stuff." But he's been at United for a little while now, and he's still not getting picked, which kind of just throws that excuse out the window. Really, I don't really understand why they're not playing him. Maybe because he hasn't had that season like Alexander Arnold had, but yeah. I'd take him over Reese James in the England squad. I think oh, I would. Yeah, I'm not 100 sure on that. Oh, I, 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 because you hear some plays, I don't, I don't know. know. Like I don't know how he'd fit, like how he would like do in the England squad. Yeah, Only some players uh, suit club football more than they suit international football. The thing is, I kind of get it why we why we don't have him because it do, he doesn't particularly suit the style that we want to play at for England. That is that's a fair point, I guess, to say as to why he isn't in the team. Whereas you see a Reese James, a Trippier, and then who else? We take Carl Walker. They're perfect because they're interchangeable, basically. Them three, they're very similar. They're both good. They're all good going forward, and they're all good coming back. So it's um, is still young good. though. He can adapt. Yeah. He can change the way he plays, but he's not going to be able to if he doesn't get. Sort of the chance. Well, I mean, he could do it at Man United and then show that he's done it. He's done that, yeah, and then he'll get to England. You don't often, you don't often have to prove yourself on to get. What you don't often have to prove yourself when you're in. Do you know what I mean? When, in that kind of terms, yeah, you yeah. won't. But if yeah, it's, he, if it's he, he'll have to prove it before he gets picked. He won't get picked and then have to prove it. Yeah, but it's one of those situations. It's like they don't really tend to use the attacking fullback so much. Like, I didn't realise how good Luke Shaw was going forward until the Euros. 
because I guess United maybe don't do the overlapping fullback system so much as other teams. I feel like they did last season. I feel like Luke Shaw was involved quite a lot going forward last yeah, season. Yeah, Luke Shaw United. was definitely involved. But then Wan Bissaka just wasn't. So maybe it's down that left hand side where you've got Luke and Rashford. Uh, which is far more, you know, attacking friendly than maybe the right hand side which was I mean, who was on that who was playing on that right hand side for a lot last year? That I guess Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, it was inter we constantly interchanging, oh, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. why we bought. It's probably Mason Greenwood, if anything. That's yeah. why we bought Sancho. I think, I think I'd like to see Wambasaka in that setup, that England setup, because I want to see a defensive right hand. I want, I want to see a guy who can throw, throw in a tackle and win the ball. Whereas we don't really go to ground and win the balls. Whereas we know Wambasaka's trait is not losing the ball um, in any sort of circumstance. So I'd like to see if he's in that position, does that benefit us in a back three? Because he can play right at the back three. Um, and he's done so when we've played sort of five at the back or we've played five in midfield. He's He has done that role. So I want to see him in that position for England. Because I think if if we have someone so defensively sound like Wamasaka, maybe then that would give an opportunity for like a Trent Alexander-Arnold to play, okay, it might mean we play quite a defensive system, but it won't be because you're throwing Trent on to put those balls in and we're defensively sound anyway because we've got Wan-Bissaka in there. Yeah, I like that. You just have, probably have to see it more for United, but then again, you're you're not going to play that way, are you? Um, well, I mean, we've, pl we've played um, that way in the sense that we have played like five at the back before and Wan-Bissaka has been right because he's not so good at you know the yeah. um, offensive stuff he's the one that's been been kept back and he's pacey but even if he gets done for pace you're always banking him making that last ditch oh, mate, tackle anyway. go on forever yeah. like, get, get whether we'll see that this year probably not because we've got Varane now so we've probably got two decent like centre backs that can kind of kind of sit but maybe that's when he'll start improving his game offensively because he won't have to be you know alongside Maguire so much because he's got Varane um, next to him as well but yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see you know, what what goes on. It's it's funny that a player like him has done so well for a club and not represented England when I'd say Sancho's done really well for club, but maybe not really done it in an England shirt yet. I wouldn't say Sancho's done it in an England shirt yet. No, he definitely hasn't. He's had the greatest opportunity to do it. No. Yeah. So, but he he still gets picked rightly probably because yeah. his club yeah. form. But it's just interesting that you know someone like Wan Bissaka hasn't even been given a shout or experimented with you know i think it and also think... comes down to the fact that we have a lot of competition for that right back place but like we've there's so many players that can play there compared to sort of maybe like right mid or whatever where, where sancho will be playing it's it's a bit of a a tougher spot to to try and get into as i say because there is so much competition for it there's so many players in the team that could play there it might not be their their favorite position but yeah, yeah. But anyway, I think if they were going to bring Wambasaka in to do that kind of back three thing, then surely you'd have him in there anyway now because you've got Carl Walker who's doing it, who could you know teach Wambasaka how to sort of be in that position and then take over for when Carl Walker is going to be coming out of the scene. But that's yeah, not well, he's 30, thirty-one so. now, I think Carl Walker, so he's like starting to get on a bit. It wouldn't be too yeah. long, but it wouldn't surprise me if sort of before too long he retires from international football. No, but that's what I'm saying. Um, when he does, he's not got that long. But yeah. if that if that was to be the plan, surely you'd want to still get Wan Bissaka yeah. in now. I think Trippier's around that age as well, isn't he? Yeah, 
Trippier's not... Trippier's not too far off. We could go from Trippier. having like four or five quality right backs to having like two. Trippier's 31. Yeah. He's getting oh, on. Boy, I think he's definitely at least like 28, 29. Yeah. But he's oh, been around for a while though. I remember him playing for Burnley in like 2010. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why as well Man, Man United didn't put an offer in for him because, you know, A, he only had one year left, but also they were buying like, what, a 29 year old or a 30 year old? Yeah. He turns 31 in 10 days. I had no idea Kieran Trippier was that old. I thought he was younger than that. You know what? With it, I feel bad for Wambasaka, but with everything that people are talking about, 50 million, I'm pretty happy we've got 50 million for Wambasaka. If. Uh, I think he's worth. I think he's proven he's been worth fifty million for how defensively solid we've been down that right hand side. Definitely. Who was the right back before he, he signed him? Um, Valencia. It would have been a mix between yeah, Valencia and Ashley Young, Young, I think. Yeah. Bloody hell. He's much. He's much better. Wabasaka, fucking hell. But um, first, good United right back since Gary Neville. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, we'll move on because we can talk about England for fucking ages. Um, you know how we were talking about obviously the other day the Nice and Marseille brawl that happened. Everyone yeah. remembers that. Um, well, Nice have been well. Some some stuff has happened. The fallout has occurred. The, the action has been taken. Exactly. Nice have been docked two points. Um, they will have to also replay the match against Marseille at a neutral ground, and then they will also play three other games behind closed doors as punishment. Um, Jesus. Whereas obviously Marseille. Didn't really say that Marseille is anything done, like, but they were part of it. They were yeah. still involved, and they haven't seemed to be punished in any sort of way. So, Pyatt's been, uh, been suspe- given a suspended ban, I think, as well. Yeah. Let me see if I can find the full list of yeah. the uh... suspended ban, because that's a. Uh, I mean, yeah, you should just get a ban. You threw it, threw yeah. it back, didn't you? Hundred percent. But... Uh, okay. Here we go. So yeah, Nice deducted two points, one suspended. So uh, I guess that means yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when does that? We're later in the season or next season or something? Who knows? It doesn't say at the moment. Yeah. But um, Marseille's had Gonzalo's banned for two games. Payet's been susp- uh, has a suspended one match ban. Marseille physio has been banned until June for punching a fan, and the game will be replayed without fans. Yeah. What? So. Um, None. Yeah. Nuts in it. But uh just fucking give them both an L. Yeah. Just give them both a loss, like just being stupid, man. But um no one's really going on about that, but could you imagine if that happened over here? Oh, pandemonium. Absolute Mate. pandemonium. Oh yeah, there'd be people calling for us to be banned from the next World Cup. Probably. Somehow. Yeah, true. But, um Alright, do you do you guys want to hear shit of the week? Yes. Okay, it involves Barcelona and Liverpool. So um, it's coming up. Barcelona are basically this season going to have to pay Liverpool another twenty million pounds for Coutinho because he's uh, he's ten games away from playing a hundred games, and obviously oh, he's going to be playing this season. So oh, they're going to have to fork over another twenty need, million. They need to play him. Yeah, they need to play him as well. They can't not like they need him. So I, know, I could just see them. I could see them playing him nine games and then. Yeah, he's on ninety games at the moment, and if he hits a hundred games, they owe him another hundred million. Does that include? Like him coming on as sub, or is that him starting a hundred games? No, it'll be. A, I imagine it starts. I don't. I don't, actually. I don't know. Let me have a look. No, at it. I think those clauses are normally for appearances in general. Let's have a look. Yeah, the situation of Arsenal is just going from bad to worse at the moment. I think. <laughs> it's they think. Oh, we've got real financial troubles. 
so we can't sign anyone. But if we play our players, we're now going to have to pay Liverpool an extra 20 mil, which we can't afford. Yeah. It, all it says is if he reaches 100 games. So I imagine that means in terms of coming on or starting then. So, uh, yeah. I can imagine Barcelona would probably try and cut him or something before that happens. I mean, mm -hmm. they're, in, they're in financial disarray as it is. Send so, him down uh, to Barcelona B. Yeah, why not? I mean, uh, I'll take I'll take him at Palace if you just want to keep paying his wages and just want to get him off the uh, <laughs> get him off the books. I'll definitely take him. But uh, talking about Palace, should we get into the week week previews. The yes. games coming up this weekend, boys. There's a lot going on. Obviously, the first game is Palace versus Spurs. Um, obviously, if you know from Spurs, they'll still have they'll have Harry Kane in that, but they obviously will be about Son, Baselso, um, Romero. Romero, and I think. That's it. I think they will still have Emerson Royale and Brian Gill could obviously um, make a could obviously come in. Now, Emerson Royale, I don't know much about him, but people are going nuts over this transfer. So he's one of the best left backs in the league. A lot of good things, yeah. Yeah, they've still got. They're still have Reguilón, aren't they? Is he fit? Yeah, uh, yeah, they've still got him, but he's just been with Spain. I think he played last night for Spain, so I right. don't know if he would have been fit. I guess, from, yeah, he can get over that and get back fit for Saturday, but. Um, yeah, I, I thought they would have gone for a right back considering the old Aurier and Doherty sort of that's failed miserably, um, both of them. But I guess maybe they might move someone there. But uh, Palace, we've got obviously Will Hughes and Odson Edouard are expected to sort of feature with Michael Olise set to make his debut for Palace H. Big up, big up. Can't, can't wait to see what he can do. Eze's not quite back yet, but will be soon. Um, I think. I, I don't know how you guys feel, but I personally think with, with Tottenham missing people and the way they've started, been very scrappy and quite lucky in some sort to get goals. I think Palace could get something out of this game. Definitely. If we've, uh, from what we showed against West Ham, I think maybe we could, uh, you know, if things have improved, if Eduard comes in and kicks on and plays quite well, it could be interesting. Obviously, if Olise, we don't know what he's going to be like. We haven't even seen him yet. He could be quality. Oh, equally, he could be terrible coming in. Obviously, his <laughs> debut for Palace in the Premier League is quite a step up. Yeah, so. yeah, he's a he's a very skillful player, but I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if it takes a while to adjust. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. But I want to. Obviously, you know what I think. I think we're going to get the win. But I just want to get your guys' uh, thoughts on this game. So, uh, uh, you know what, H, we haven't seen you. We'll, we'll, we'll throw it straight to you, H. What do you reckon? Uh, I definitely think Palace can get something, but I mean, Tottenham obviously showing the grit and determination to grind out his 1-0 wins mm. um, and they'll they'll be feeling confident off the back of those like they'll be feeling good about their defending uh, which is not something you can say about Tottenham a lot the last couple of years um, but they're facing a lot of shots um, they're just not conceding any of them at the minute but that something's bound to change with that and, um, yeah I'm trying to think who they've got in, in their back line now because obviously well, yeah, I guess it'll be like Davison, Sanchez, Dyer, and like Tanganga at the back. Yeah, probably. I mean, even on paper, that's not great, is it? <laughs> no, I think we, no. we a front a front three. You know, I think Zaha, Edouard, you know, these kind of like Gallagher, I think they could break them down. Could definitely cause them some problems, especially if they got to start Ro uh, Roden as well. He might have to play. Mm. So I think you guys could easily get a point out of this game, if not more. I think like, with, like, any, any, is that Sellers Park? Park as well? Anything could happen in this game. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I think yeah, with Tottenham's, like you guys have said, the scrappy 1-0 wins every game so far, it's, they'll have confidence, but they won't go into the game thinking they're going to absolutely bat by any means. And because they've now got some players out, 
you guys are only bringing more players in. You've got new players that are wanting, obviously, like Oz and Edward that wants to prove himself, wants to do well. I think you guys, yeah, can definitely at least get a, a draw here. It would be fitting for Vieira's first win to be against Spurs as well. So that would be, would be, be class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be sick. Oh, so Davis and Sanchez is out as well, actually. And Son may not be playing as well. Son and Oliver Skip are probably not going to play either. Who's been starting for them so far this year as well? They've got quite a few players out. Got to do it. Yeah. Out. Oh, Harry Winks, man. Harry, Harry Winks, the world's best football player, is coming in though. So <laughs> the world's you know. most forgotten about a football player. Yeah, so bad. You can't be a good football team if you've started Harry Winks. Um, Seems like a nice guy. Don't get me wrong, but I don't <laughs> even know if he does. I'm sure, I'm sure he is, but it's Harry Winks. Yeah, no. I feel like he gets a lot of flack. He just doesn't really do he was, much. I've never thought he was like, yeah, he's, that's a fair point. I've never, he's yeah, not, but he doesn't he's not deserve a terrible player. He doesn't. But he's not good. He's selling anything. Yeah, he's a bit. He's a bit. Uh, he's a, a, the boring. way to describe him is a football player. That's his style of play. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like David Bentley without the free kicks. Boring. Um, I'm a cannon of a leg. Absolute cannon. But, uh, Bards, what do you reckon, mate, for Palace Spurs? Um, I think, you know what, I think it's more on hope that I want Palace to win than than anything. But yeah, you are right, Tottenham have been kind of scrappy, but if they're missing all those players, which I didn't realise, then I suppose, yeah, you've got to give it to Palace, they've got to have a chance. Um, that Your front three does sound dangerous against that defence. Um, and I mean, you were kind of, you, I mean, you were lucky against West Ham really as well, so we could like, straight after to go anyway. I mean, how have Palace been been uh, playing, in your opinion? I know it's early days for Vieira, but obviously you lost the first game, didn't you? And then, yeah, we lost to Chelsea. I'm not too concerned about that. They just won the Champions League or whatever. We uh, drew with Brentford when we sh when we were unlucky. We hit the post in the bar, which could have got a result there. We were just a bit unlucky. Um, and then the West Ham game. I agree with you. We also had a chance at the end where uh, Gay put the ball just over the bar from a corner, which we could have got the the win, you know, and really shithoused it. But I, I, in terms of like that, for that, for instance, is how I've seen it. There's been fight in this Palestine that I haven't seen in a very long time under Roy Hodgson. In, you know, even that header, that opportunity to win the game, even though it went over the bar, under Hodgson, that would never have happened because we would have just sat back and accepted the draw. And we would just, that corner or that cross never would have come in. So I, I feel good about it. I just think he needs uh, Vieira needs time. Um, he needs to get these players embedded in because there were a few players that are still from the Hodgson era in this team that need to get their mind around not playing that way and get into how you play under um, Vieira. And I think once, yeah, once, once you know, we, we still got Olise and Eze to come back. You know, we got Edouard to start. Who we haven't seen where he's got, but if if it's Scotland, if, I know obviously he's playing in Scotland. But if that record in if in Scotland is anything to go by, there's no reason why you can't come to the Premier League and get 15 goals a season. So you know, we'll see how it goes, man. And obviously, we still have Zaha. That's a big thing as well. We still have Zaha as well as all these great players. And Zaha takes two men. So you know, I, I, I've I've I'm so far I've, I've been happy because I've seen stuff. We haven't got that win yet, but we've got goals. It's just a shame. I would be even more happy if we had Conor Gallagher permanently. But we don't, obviously, on alone. You never know what could happen. But all in all, I'm happy. I just hope uh, we we can get a win soon, basically. We've got to beat Brighton. We've got Spurs, Liverpool, Brighton are our next three games. We've got to beat Brighton. If we lose to Spurs and lose to Liverpool, I mean, I can't be angry at that, can I? Because that happens every season. 
So, but if we've got to beat Brighton, man. Um, but yeah, I, I think we can come away with it. I'm pretty happy with uh, with how we've been so far. Um, all right, Watford versus Wolves, guys. This is a fucking boring game. If it could ever yeah. be a more boring game. Um, basically, Watford. Who honestly, who cares? They've not got Troy Deeney anymore. They've not got Andre Gray. Um, they basically don't have any many striking options. Musa Tissoko now plays for Watford, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, he's still in the Premier League. I don't know. I guess they'll just give him a free roaming role, because what like what else is he going to do? You're not going to like. He's way better than that. He's not very good, and he's way better than that Watford team. So I guess you just let him have the keys to it. I guess I don't really. I don't really know about Watford. I don't really care. But uh, but Wolves. Um... I think he probably just couldn't be bothered to move out. So it's like, yeah, all right, stand for Watford. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just an easy. It's probably just the team that we're in for him. Yeah. yeah. The, only <laughs> yeah. the one with the gullible scouts. Yeah, it's just the team that get, that offered something for him. And he's like, you know what? I'm actually going to play. He's just he's probably oh. thinking like championship next season. That could be fun. So you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's an opportunity for him to play in the best league in the world. So. Exactly, man. Off, in terms like, of, um... Oh, what are the odds that he leaves Spurs, gets relegated with Watford, Watford win the champ the championship next year, and he gets oh, a trophy man. before Harry Kane? Oh, hilarious! Man. It's going to happen, good. man. It's gonna in happen. terms of that game, though, I think you've got to fancy uh, you got to fancy Wolves. The Wolves have been playing well. Yeah, I mean that was my thing going into the season for Wolves was um it's great to see him in his back. Um and you know, he did score in pre season, but is he gonna be as lethal? Adama Traore, everyone likes to, you know, big him up, but I swear the guy's this guy he, yeah, he's never had an end product. So whenever he's been linked with like Man United and things like that, I just think God no, like absolutely not, because he's just he's not been consistent enough to have that end product. And I understand, you know, part of it is you need someone to tuck tuck away the chances he's creating. But I mean, you know, um, I think Wolves are so close to doing it, and by God, I just want to see Troy Deeney go down again and never play football really. So it's a Birmingham, mate. Well, Troy Deeney, you yeah. could see that. He's left. Yeah, he plays Birmingham not. now. They're not, they're not too bad, Birmingham. Yeah. Has it? Yeah. That's a, that's a, I should take it as a fantasy team. I missed that. You know, like obviously, what Troy Deeney, like Troy Deeney is Watford's like best ever player, right? How yeah. peak is it for them that he has a tattoo of Birmingham City Football Club yeah. on his leg? Yeah. You're great to have a tattoo of another yeah. team. But um, oh, did you see <laughs> in the like the promo pictures of him signing? Uh, J.K. was there. All of <laughs> I think he'd like he'd like help convince Deeney to come back to Birmingham, and so he was there as if he was his agent. He was just there, just like <laughs> by them signing the, That's the contract. That's such a random one. Like, I wonder how much cool. how much JK had to, to convince him. I mean, it is his boyhood club. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think there was much career. convincing. I don't think he's it was definitely just playing. JK was probably right. just like. <laughs> I don't think come down to same... Andrews. I want to be involved. I don't yeah. think it was the same sort of convincing that uh, Alex Ferguson had to do with uh, Ronaldo. No, probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was about to join Aston Villa, Troy Deeney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JK, JK, JK got JK governor for it. <laughs> <laughs> it was got, Why are you carrying an iPhone? <laughs> He'll be on a track with JK soon. That's probably what part of the deal was. Yeah. But yeah, um, Wolves, I, I don't know. I think they could get a. I think they've got to get a win here. They have to win. If they don't beat Watford, that's really bad. They could be fucked. Um, 
struggling to get goals, obviously, like we said, but they've got four. They've got Rafa Mir, Patrick Catrone, William Jose, and Leonardo Campagna out on loan. All strikers that could help in some way, I'm sure. Uh, their goal, their goal problems. I don't know how great all of them. Are. Patrick Catrone's been touted as like a really good young prospect, but has not got the chance. He was out on loan last season. He's out on loan again this season. So I don't really know. He's only like early twenties. I don't really know what. Like, what was the point? Do you know what I mean? They signed him and they got goal troubles and they've just sent him out, banged him out on loan a couple of times. I don't really know. But well, I know, Wolves seem to get a let off as well because Wolves haven't actually been good at all. And no one's talking about how they have, they haven't scored like a single goal yet or anything like that. Yeah. Like, I think it's one of those where no one expects them to go down. Do you know what I mean? So then they're safe. But, you know, before they know it, yeah. If they don't win the next like two games, does that then mean that he's like their manager's in trouble? Because they've it's not like they've played badly, but obviously they've got to score, but is that his fault because he can't score the goals? Yeah, it's like Yeah, it always And then we sucked down there with Arsenal and then, you know, who knows? Yeah, like I guarantee you I guarantee if Wolves lose it against Watford, Vieira if Wolves lose against Watford and Palace lose against Spurs, there will be more shit about Vieira getting the sack than there will be about this fucking Wolves manager getting the sack. And we play Tottenham and they play fucking Watford. Like, I guarantee <laughs> you that will happen. Guarantee uh, uh, yeah. all, all over look at, that shit. If people look at Wolves as like to... a more established Prem side, but Palace have been in the league longer. <laughs> yeah. If that happens, you'll have to get all the articles and then post them on your Instagram as like a, a collection yeah, of exposed. them. Exposed. Mind reader. But uh, talk sport. Jamie O'Hara will be chatting shit as he always does anyway, and Jason Cundy and them lot. But um, but yeah, what, what, what do you guys reckon for that? Do you reckon Wolves are going to get the win finally, or, or, or Watford? Because they got like Saar. That's about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's about it. Yeah, they're the Dakura, Dakura as well. Huh? Dakura, huh? They played for Everton. Everton. That's, yeah, Dakura, no, they're, they're, I'm thinking about. Um, uh, Dakura used to play for Watford. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm. That's must be what I'm thinking of. But Sissoko, the right they got Sissoko, but that's about it. They, that's about it. I don't know if that's saying, but um, yeah, uh, that's going to be Foster. a really dead game. Ben Foster, yeah, uh, he's yeah. the admin of the uh, what group WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, I, I did that. see that. Yeah. yeah, did you see that? He's yeah. been making moves on YouTube. I love he it. Has, yeah, he's doing a lot. He has. It's good. It's podcast. Mate, if you ever want to be on the podcast, come come on, Ben Foster. <laughs> uh, yeah. Defend yourself. We'll chat. Hey. We'll chat. What I hope he. I hope he sticks with to his uh, promise of playing for hashtag United one day. I think that'd be funny. Yeah. Oh, he's, he must do it post retirement. He will do. It. He, he surely. Um, that'd be so calm for him because he's retired and everything, and then he just goes plays for hashtag. And he's even by when he's in his mid forties, he'll still be good enough to be at that level. Like it'll be that no problem. That would perfect for uh, for content as well for you. Oh yeah, man. You can get his you can get his GoPro in the net and chat to the you know hashtag will be dominating by then, so you can just chat to the camera the entire game. But, um, Have you seen he's starting for, uh, or oh, he's supposedly starting for City this weekend? No. Scott yes. Carson. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, Scott Carson. Yeah. No <laughs> way. Carson. Yeah. Champions League winner, Scott Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute baller, mate. I love it. Absolute baller. But, uh, yeah, because, uh, what is it? Yeah, obviously Edison's out on Steppen, is it? The, yeah. That American hockey player. He's got COVID or whatever. Uh, he's got COVID. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, that, that who's that Liverpool kid the Irish Don that's going to start do you know him the keeper uh, Mark oh um, Kelly yeah Kelly I think he's going to play this weekend for Liverpool so um, that's is he Irish I think he's Irish 
Keller or whatever his name is. Yeah, I don't know. That's a real uh, guess if he is, but uh, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, Brentford Brighton, another fucking boring game, boys. Like we, we're just getting boring games after boring games. This one might it's be a classic bit boring post international game. break, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, true. And there's another worry. international break in a month. Fantastic. Yeah, there is. I just want consistent <laughs> Premier League. <laughs> Oh, I don't. I quite like. I don't. I like this England team. I, I don't mind. I like the England team. Don't get me wrong, but I get like proper into the Premier, and then suddenly break. Let international break. Oh, mm-hmm. then stop. The international break is fucked my fantasy team. Yeah, you thought like, it was going to do you well. Beyond repair, it's really done me in. Um, Give them a week off, let them all recover from the various knocks they've got. But <laughs> nope. Yeah, well, those guys might be alright. Those guys might be alright because they didn't go away. They just yeah. hasn't changed on the app. The, my dons that went away just fucking just <laughs> did me in, man. Um, right, yeah, Brentford. Obviously, they got their. Did they win? No, they didn't win last week, did they? Um, uh, they they drew, drew again, didn't they? Did they yeah, draw? Um, they drew with Lee. Uh, no, they drew with uh, Villa. That's actually a good result. That was it. Yeah, that was um, Yeah, Ivan Tony, we, like we said, we said he was going to score and open his uh, open his account uh, against Villa, and he did just that with actually a really really nice goal uh, on the turn, slotted it in the corner, and then obviously um, man like Wendy uh, scored a banger. But Brighton have got their new signing, Mark Cucurella. I don't. People have been going on about this guy, but I don't really know much about him. Do, do any of you lot any know anything about him? He's come from the no. league, or I only heard of him on Deadline Day. Yeah. Um, I know that he's a winger and he can put it like he, he's I don't know I mean they need a striker so I don't know why they bought a winger but um, but yeah I guess they're still rolling with Neil Mope I, I think Brentford are probably gonna are gonna surprise Brighton here because Brighton will dominate the possession as they always do and their expected goals will be like five and but but they'll score none but they'll take that over a win oh, oh yeah true. <laughs> that's what they want that's what they want. But then Brentford, I can see him hitting them on the counter, and they've got um, I- Ivan Tony. And who's the, the Donny up front with him? Um, and Bueno. And, and he, they he, they've looked great so far. Yeah. Uh, so far this season. So yeah, I, I really do think Brentford get the win. Um, Forts guys, what do you reckon? I think this could be a really good game, actually. Um, I mean, Morpai started or, or Mopai. He started all right, hasn't he so far? And I know they're. That's been like a lot of criticism. Well, I mean, that's more than what he normally has. Oh, yeah. No, I, okay. like, I think he's got eight <laughs> goals. Like, that's yeah. good for him. Like, fair yeah, play. like, he's never been, like, Mr. Consistent, has he? But that is the one thing that Graham Potter's needed, is, like, more goals. Maybe this is a season where, you know, everything oh, Graham Potter's been working on, there you go, two I and two. Correct. I stand correct. He's got two. So, maybe this is, a, this is a season where everything Graham Potter's been working on finally comes to fruition. He knows he's needed goals. Maybe um, I think I think it could be like like a good game as you said yeah I think Brighton will control the ball Brentford could hit him on the on the counter but this might be because Brentford are really they they do like that counter attacking play and they they're confident when they play at home this could be like one of them um, classic sort of games where this is where Brentford either get points and show that they can stay in the league or it's like both of these teams just kind of like battle it out. When you've got one that plays really nice football, another team that everyone's sort of, you know, bigging up because they're winning against Arsenal and that sort of thing, and everyone's kind of behind them because they're such a small, um, like, club in terms of the stadium size and that sort of thing. I think yeah. it will be. Oh, and it's a new stadium as well, isn't it? So I think it'll be could be a great game, maybe like a, a two-two draw or something like that. I think there's definitely going to be goals in it. There's going to be a game at some point where 
reality catches up with Brentford and yeah. they, they come crashing back down to earth. I think they've got a great chance of staying up. Well, I think they, they probably will. But there is going to be a game where it catches up to them and someone's going to give them a big, good beating. Yeah. They've got Liverpool the week after next, so... That's another win for Brent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brighton yeah. this week, they got Wolves next week and then Liverpool the week after, so that could be it. No, I agree. I think I do think their Arsenal win's slightly overrated. Um, so do I. I think <laughs> it was everything like we've said this before, everything sort of played in their favour that night. Arsenal were shit, but they're a big enough team to feel like you've done something to win that. And obviously at Brentford, you know, whatever. Fair enough. They did get the win, but so fair enough. But yeah, I think we're slightly. I think people are slightly overrating Brentford. I mean, yeah, I think, opening uh, I think, day as well for Brentford. It was it yeah. was like set up, wasn't it? To it was to sort of be a giant killing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What we say it's a giant killer. What's like between a giant and like a normal person? Um, above average. A troll. A troll. <laughs> I don't know, a damn bat, yeah, they're damn bat killers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't know. So guys, who, who, I'll get a quick winner from you guys from this. Brentford or Brighton, boys? I'm going to take Brentford, I think. We're going to edge it. Okay. Bards. Despite all that stuff. I, I said it earlier, but I'll go with Brighton, you know. I think they've just Brighton. started well. Ooh, okay. They've started well, man. No, they have. They definitely have. They definitely have. Ollie. 2-1 Brighton. 2-1 Brighton, okay. Yeah, I think... It's hard. It, I'm, I will never say Brighton are going to win a game, ever. So I will go. But I do think it could be quite interesting. So I'll probably say, yeah, draw. Draw with some goals. I don't know how many, but I will never say Brighton's winning. I won't say uh, Brighton's winning, but I will say Brentford will lose. <laughs> yeah. I, won't even, I won't even make an implication, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Arsenal versus Norwich. Ollie, this could be either this is make or break mate. this could either be nice you could have a nice weekend for the first time this season or it could be another this is like, this is make or break coffin, man. this like, is this is it. make or break uh, game for Arteta I think for Actually, a lot of the lot. senior management and a lot of fans because it's like yeah we can cut we can get away with going yeah fair enough we lost to um, Chelsea we lost to City we shouldn't have lost to Brentford but we did it is what it is but when Norwich have had such a terrible start, so have we, but... but they looked alright against Leicester. Yeah, but that's the thing, we are, we're, we're Arsenal at the end of the day, we shouldn't be worried about a game against fucking Norwich, for Christ's sake, but... Yeah. Are you not, are you worried? Oh, man, I'm, I'm pretty convinced we're probably going to lose this game. <laughs> this is the, the no. hope I have for Arsenal at the minute. If, if I'm not confident about us being Norwich... Stop it. I'll, no I'll see you next year, Harry. You're really that? I hope not. I very much am. This is the heartbreak that you go through as an Arsenal fan. You could have Party and Ben White back. Yeah, well, they're back. Tommy Ashu could start and make his debut. Well, uh, funny you should say that. Or not Tommy Ashu, but um, Gabriel, Party, Ben White, and one other person I can't remember are basically all back, full training now, match fit ready to go so fingers crossed uh, we'll actually start a, a better back line than we've started the rest of the season hopefully we'll start Ben White and Gabrielle in the, in the back um, but yeah and then party in the, in the middle it won't be Xhaka but party in the middle with 
fucking El Nenny, why not? <laughs> See the other player we can play in CDM right now. But yeah. Hopefully it will be I'm slightly more optimistic with the team that we're gonna put out, but just Arsenal will do Arsenal things and we'll, we'll probably lose. Yeah. Yeah, you need some players to step up, man. I don't, like, uh, yeah, we. I guess you need everyone to step up. I was about to try and single some people out, but ev everyone in that team is playing like dog shit at the moment. Apart from maybe Emil Smith Rowe. Yeah, Smith Rowe um, and Saka are playing quite well. Yeah. I'm disappointed in Tierney. Um, Tierney's been shit. He, right, like, he's been shit against Chelsea. He was wanked. Yeah, Chelsea. He was and awful. And against uh, fucking City, he was terrible. Yeah, I like, didn't watch the City game on purpose, but um, yeah, Chelsea game he wasn't amazing. <laughs> coming off the Tierney train, if it continues, man, because uh, it's I not. Mean, yeah, I don't know. But Norwich, I don't know. Can't say that. Right? He's he's a fantastic player. He's everyone's entitled to a couple is. of bad games. He is. I don't know if he is, man. He didn't have a great Euro, did he? I don't understand. Yeah, he's, he's fucking Scotland for Christ's sake. None of them had a good Euros. I mean, he, I don't know. I think maybe he's a little bit over overrated. Ah, not having that. I think I think this is going to be a rudimentary Arsenal two 0 win. Like, I think in a way. Obviously, I would love to see Arsenal lose. I'd love to see them really, really lose and really, really struggle. Nothing would make me happier this weekend. Not even Ronaldo getting a hat-trick. Definitely want to see Arsenal lose. Um, <laughs> but it will be... Because I think there's that expectation of, you know, Arsenal ballsing it up again. I'll look at Arsenal. But no, it would just be boring. It'll be like, oh, oh OK, they've just won 2-0. No problems. Everything's fine. Hunky-dory. Yeah. About and it just cover the cracks for, like, a week. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you played West Brom's B team and then you beat them like 6-0 and everyone thought, okay, they can score. Yeah. And then that kind of like just put it to bed for like the rest of the week. It's just going to put it to bed for the rest of the week until oh, yeah. your next game. Yeah, until yeah. the preview start for the following game week. Yeah, I think it'll be fine, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, Jim. Oh, yeah, Yes, Emil Smith Rowe was report was ill during England under twenty one during being away of under twenty one, so he's being assessed ahead of the game. That could be that could be fucked. If uh, I guess you got Odegaard, but uh, we were fucked beforehand, so nothing's changed. Well, the, the expected Arsenal lineup is Leno, Chambers, White, Gabriel, Tierney, Party, Laconga, Pepe, Odegaard, Saka, and Aubameyang. It's not a bad team. Yeah, it's better than we put out for the rest of the year. Yeah, it's not a bad team. You've got, um, you've got plenty in there to give Norwich trouble. I mean, yeah. what's Norwich got? Pookie and that's it, isn't it? Pookie, Todd Cantwell. People go on about that Josh Sargent guy, but he was at Wolfsburg last season. Uh, was it? Yeah, uh, was it Wolfsburg? He was at, um, or Josh Sargent? Sorry, um, and he was a big reason as to why uh, they got relegated because he just couldn't score. And now he's um he's but people have been going on about oh he's a Werder Bremen. He was a yeah the American Don. He was a Werder Bremen. Werder Bremen got relegated, and he was a big part of the reason they got fucking relegated because he didn't score any goals. But <laughs> if if Mateta, Mateta and um Sargent are anything to go by, do not buy strikers from the lower like end of the Bundesliga because turns out the lower end of the Bundesliga is absolute dog shit. Like basically the top, like there's like four, I was five. Say, there's only a handful of teams that are, are worth raiding. Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, yeah, he came one of the best teams in the. Uh, did you, anyone see his miss last night? No. Yeah, Put it over the bar from like three yards out. Uh, 
Uh, it's like, yeah, but basically like an open goal. It was fucking awful. But Germany looked well good. Sarnes got an absolute screamer last night. But, um, but yeah, Arsenal, I... I I, th I do think Arsenal will get the win in this. I do think. I think it, I might. I might go for like a little scrappy one nil Arsenal win. They'll somehow get it over the line. But I think... They're at home as well. The crowd is going to be on their back. They're back. But they're at home, you know. Like, yeah. I just don't see. I don't see a world in which Arsenal lose to Norwich. And I know, like, you could say that about a million teams. But as I said, Brentford was. It was set up for them to win. Like opening day, everyone like likes to laugh at Arsenal. It was just it was just made, and obviously you had no yeah. players. This is the first time you've kind of got your first string, like first eleven. I just don't see a world in which Arsenal lose against Norwich. No Xhaka though, that could be big. Yeah, that'll work in Arsenal's favour. Yeah, just at least we'll finish the game happen. with eleven men. Potentially, potentially. Um, but yeah, I don't know, guys. Are we going on a consensus Arsenal win? I think I think Arsenal win, and then Arsenal fans will. Uh, pretend they've been through the darkest period any football fans have been through um, yeah. <laughs> which a lot of them are already doing to be fair for Arsenal, for uh, Arsenal the reality, this is the... most fans across the world expect their team to lose every week uh, so yeah. but for, for Arsenal this pair. is not actually... you Ollie, but grow a pair to most Arsenal fans <laughs> this is the darkest patch that we've been through in a long time to be fair and it's yeah. the worst start we've ever no, had to a Premier League like season. Yeah, no, but for for our standard, like what we're Arsenal fans are used to, this is terrible. This is awful. Compare it to other teams, it might not be so bad, considering what they're bad. used to or whatever. But for for us, it's it is a dark time. It is a terrible time, yeah. um, because all these other teams have dark, terrible times. We don't care because we support a different team, and they probably feel exactly the same about us. Most Arsenal fans don't listen. Because they're too busy talking about Arsenal. But again, I won't have this, like Harry. I won't have this. All right. With, um, I'm a different with... Arsenal fan. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's the thing, I'm no, not but including you at least. With the players outside of me and Harry, will test to this. Like when I hear any any sort of United, Liverpool, City, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal, but any of them known, I don't take it seriously whatsoever. Don't even really pay attention to it. But when I hear like, if I was to hear Harry moan, I. Listen, I'll be like, I appreciate it because that, you know, that's real football problems, isn't it? In the grand scheme of things, Arsenal and Spurs and shit, what they're going through are not. That's not real deep football problems. It's just you know, you're still it's still it is, it is, but it's it's, it's, it's all relative. It's all relative. It's relative. Yeah, in the, it's relative but in the grand scheme of things. It means like fuck all because you're still going to be in the top ten of the Premier League when the season comes, when the season finishes. And yeah, but that's all, what I mean. I find about it well, it's relative, all this so. stuff like that. It's not. It's not necessary. Not obviously not talking about you, but. Uh, from from general fans, it's just not needed, and you can understand why people don't outside of the top six teams couldn't give a shit about any of them sort of fans moaning or anything. No, like of course that. not. And seriously, well, it's the exact same with the top the top six. Probably, well, every team probably doesn't care about every other team coming bottom or losing or whatever. No, it's the same there, are fans, there are fans that are in outside the top six that, that understand and can feel what other fans of other teams on their level are going through and on that level can sort of get it. And in, but yeah, of course, the, but looking at the top six, it just doesn't... There's also... It doesn't matter. Yeah, but there's also, if you talk about like that, there's also, okay, the top six understand what the top six are going through. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's what I mean, yeah. So it's like yeah, it's, it's all relative to where you point. are in the league. No, but you're saying that, that you're saying 
Yeah, you're saying that the teams outside of the top six understand what the teams outside of the top six are going through. No, um, I didn't say that. Isn't that what you just said? No. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I, I, out, yeah, no, teams outside the top six fully get what the other teams outside the top six are getting through because we're all in the same fucking boat. Yeah, but that's like, what I'm saying about the teams inside the top six. We get I'm, it. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see what your point, but okay, we'll go. We'll continue. Um, we're on to Man United with Pardell. <laughs> got you in here, lads. Uh, talk to us, Ronaldo, mate. Viva Ronaldo, mate. He's back. He's home. It's uh, yeah, man. Um, I was ready to give up on him. But he's just proven that he is the goat. So that's you, didn't have you didn't have any tweets saved in your drafts, ready to. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can even check. They've uh, yeah, long deleted if I had. Um, no, it was quite funny actually. I did wake up. I will attest. I did wake up. I said to Alex, I woke up in the morning and I told her the news that he was going to City. And then by the end of the day, I was looking and scrolling and, and waiting for what Man United shirt to buy. So the Glazers have got me. But, um, Are you officially like Team Glazer now? Is that is this? Is this no, I'm not Team Glazer. No, not at all. Not at all. At all. Um, I, I generally think that I th I think we did the same thing. I never. There was. 10% part of me actually thought he was going to go to City. I never actually think he was going to go there. I thought, if anything, and, I, and I've actually said this when the rumour started, I said it to, to my mates, I was like, this is literally to bring United to the table. That's all it is, because it happened with Fred, it happened with Sanchez, and we signed those two players. Now, third time lucky, hopefully he's not going to be as bad as those two, but... Um, I think, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great that he's back. We do need a striker, but we probably needed one like next year. Obviously, Cavani's going. I think he'll be great for Greenwood. I think it just gives us um, versatility in the front three, uh, which I think is good. I just, we just really need a number six, and I'm desperate for us to sign one. It's been a problem for like years since Carrick's left, actually. So I don't know why we haven't kind of addressed it. I suppose we probably tried to with Fred, but he's just not good enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's exciting, man. It's it's good. I'm I'm glad he's, you know, I'm glad he's back. But it's good for, I think, the Prem to think that you know the only team that hasn't got a striker, like that of a on a grandiose scale is, is City really, um, big, you know, and Arsenal. But you have got Lukaku, Kane, Ronaldo now. Um, even even though you would class Aubameyang as well. And then I think that's that's just exciting to have those sorts of players. And then Vardy, even Vardy's going to be up there fighting it for like the golden boots. So I think that's a really exciting set of strikers in the in the Prem. I think it's just nailed on now for next year for City to get Haaland. I think that's literally a done deal. I, don't, I can't see a world in which he goes Man United. Fine. Yeah. Well, I've seen some um, some rumours today online about Real Madrid because obviously they're. Their target, obviously, Mbappe is to the Real Madrid is nailed on that. We know that's happening next summer. Um, but I've seen that they are still, they want Haaland as well. Um, I mean, so his I, release clause means that, yeah, they could get him. If, they, yeah. if they're willing to spend 200, well, yeah, they'll get Haaland on a, Mbappe on a free and then yeah. Haaland yeah. for what? 60, 70 mil, isn't it? So, 70 mil. But like, we also have to take into that account, like, we actually don't know for sure <laughs> that 
there is actually a buyout clause for Haaland. There is no proof that there is actually a buyout clause next summer for Haaland for 60 million euros. Yeah. I have thought this and I thought it There's could no be a game. I thought it could be a Sancho situation as well where, you know, we come to the or someone comes to the table and then like with Sancho, it turned out he'd secretly signed a new deal. So he actually had like three or four year, years left on his contract. And it was like, oh, okay. So he had to wait a year for him to have like two. So it could be that they've actually written that out of the contract already. Now he's scoring the goals. I mean, it would yeah. make sense to. Someone's still yeah. going to come in if you've like a hundred and so amount of uh, money for him. He's so young as well. It didn't really make sense why City were going after the Kane, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I was I mean, sure you'd, you'd bank on him. But... Yeah, I saw also United are looking into the race for, I think every team in the world is going to be in this, but the race for Jude Bellingham. Do you think he yeah. is he well, just another Donny van der Beek in terms of like he's just another player in the same position that you've got a fuckload of players in? If you know no, what I mean, I mean like I you've think, got your Pogba, your Bruno, your Donnies. I think uh, I mean we really wanted Bellingham when he was at Birmingham, and he was shown around Carrington, yeah. and he met Sir Alex Ferguson and all that. So I understand that there's that history there, and I think it's obvious that Man United want, like really do want him. I don't know if they'd pay the money for him. But I think he would he would slot in that number six. I think he's not really the problem with Donny Van Der Beek is that he he's really good and I'd love to see him in a United shirt. It's just that with the players that we've got, there needs needs to be a system to incorporate him in. But I'm I mean you're not going to have Fernandez out of the team for Donny Van Der Beek. He's done when he has played. He's done nothing to justify himself in the team. In that interview that he did with. Um, Ferdinand on, on five or whatever it was or five or five five um, he talks about how he can play number six but I would never play him number six because he played there when he was 16 yeah like you're not that's not and also this is the Premier League he said about he needs a consistent run of games but then he also says that when I get my chance I've got to take it we a he's not taking a chance when he's got it so you're not going to get that run of games um I don't think he'll play tomorrow against Newcastle and people will go mad but I don't know why he would play tomorrow against Newcastle because we've got Matic who is a, yeah. whether you like it or not he's a specialist in that position and he's still not going to get in in front of Fernandez. he won't play ahead of Sancho and he won't, yeah, he won't play ahead of Pogba so I don't know where he's going to fit in Fitting now, he might be great alongside like a McTominay on a double pivot. I don't know. So he kind of does the number six. Maybe yeah. I maybe probably want to see that a bit more. But but then again, you're less afraid. But, you're yeah. taking someone out for him, still in that. Do you know what I mean? You're still taking out someone maybe higher up the pitch for Donny to be further back. It's almost yeah, like yeah. And then the options you've got going forward, you don't want to do that. Yeah, and I think if you did were to then play. Donny, then you probably, if anything, you put Pogba back alongside Matic. But whenever Pogba's played there, he's shown that it's just not quite. It just alleviates. It Be gets like rid that. of everything Pogba's quite kind of good at. He can still Pogba can do a better job there probably than Van der Beek can. But that's because Pogba's so experienced and he's world class. But yeah, I don't expect Donny to play tomorrow. I would like to see him in the shirt. I don't think that means it's the end of his United career. I genuinely think Pogba's going to go, and then that's Donny's time to to play football and then Man United can buy a number six and literally they can play two we we need two players to play one position and that's the issue yeah yeah fair um, enough I mean do you see Ronaldo coming in as the striker as well or do you think he'll be on the wing or do you think it'll just be an interchangeable front three um, I think it will be an interchangeable front three but again I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't start tomorrow 
I don't know how you can drop Greenwood because no. he's got three and three. We've played three games, haven't we? So we've got yeah. three and three. So he needs to start at number nine. And I don't think you, you drop Pogba from the, from the left because, again, he's been in good form. You play Bruno in behind, and I still think Sancho is needed on, on that right side. He picked up a knot with England, so he's actually yeah, he in did. training. But again, he's he's in training. He looks match fit. He looks ready. So I would probably play Sancho. That would be your start, and then take Greenwood off sixty minutes if we're like three nil up or two nil up, whatever. Take him off, then put Ronaldo on. I think that makes a lot more sense. Or just move, then move. Um, Greenwood to the right, take Sancho off because obviously Greenwood played on the right last season. But that's that's what I think will happen. I would not be surprised if Ronaldo doesn't start, but I do think he has come in to be a striker. I think with Ronaldo, yeah, was it? There you go. I think with Ronaldo as well. Obviously, he didn't play, or he played one out of the three Portugal games that they played internationally recently. Um, So he's had time to get integrated with the team and stuff like that attend training do whatever he needs to do so I think it wouldn't surprise me if he did start but again I can completely understand if he didn't start um, with sort of all the reasons you've just said to be honest so I'd be interested to see what your starting 11 is well, I'm looking weekend. at funny you say because I'm looking at the starting 11 you played against Wolves and the front three was Sancho on the left Dan James on the right and Greenwood up front so I guess if you're going to yeah. I mean, there's potential that Sancho and Dan, obviously Dan James ain't going to play, but there's a potential that Sancho doesn't play. So I guess then, do you do a what, like a Martial, Greenwood, Ronaldo? Do you know what? I totally forgot about Martial. The guys been okay. so. Then, to be honest, Pogba, Pogba played in that double. Pogba played in the double pivot, and you don't really want Pogba in that double pivot. So put Pogba back on the left, put Ronaldo on the right, and Greenwood up top. Yeah, I mean. I can see, I can see if, if Sancho is not ready, then yeah, I can see Greenwood being out on that right, which I wouldn't mind because he's been he played really well on the right hand side, so I still wouldn't mind that. Um, I just I, th- I think there is a chance that Pogba still does start on that pivot. I just don't want him to. Mm-hmm. And with yeah, with Dan James gone now, I don't think there's any excuse for Sancho so not to start if he is fit. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think Ollie could be the real problem this season rather than the team. I think his tactical ineptitude could actually come into to come into play here. Like you know, we've seen like he took Pogba. He had Pogba got four assists on the left, and he immediately took him out and put him in a double pivot. The game after. Yeah, but I think that was purely down to the fact that there was going to be so much pace in behind that he needed Dan James and Sancho in that team to try and counter Adama Traore. So, and I think Pogba's better on the ball to then get the ball. If you've seen when... Well, you were playing Pogba... Southampton, though. That's the game after, weren't you? The game oh. after Pogba got the four assists. Oh, no, Pogba stayed on the left, actually. I lie. I lie. Yeah, and he, he did right. get an assist. I think he got the assist in that game. Yeah, he did get the assist in that game. And then, yeah, so that still makes sense with the Adama Traore thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. he was there to kind of get the ball and then ping it through to Dan James to latch onto. It just... The tactic kind of didn't, didn't work. Or, or Wolves were very good. They were very, very good. And and so yeah, I can understand why Pogba was there. I just don't, you know. Obviously, he's he's so much more than being in a double pivot, and that's the problem with playing in a double pivot. It takes two players out of the game when you can just have one player there. Yeah, no, for sure. yeah, hundred percent. I, I mean, think every every good team's got it. Man City's got um, got one. You know, they've got Rodri and they've got um, 
What, for Fernandinho, isn't it? He's still there. Yeah. I think Liverpool, he's still there, isn't he? Liverpool have got Fabinho. Um, who else have you got? I'm trying to think of Chelsea, Chelsea, got got Chelsea have got ridiculous now. Yeah, like, I really wanted... Um, Sal. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been I don't know why it didn't make sense why Man United didn't get him. But isn't he just another Donny van der Beek? Would I take him over Donny van der Beek? No, I'm saying, isn't he just another Donny van der Beek? Because they play sort of similar sort of way, don't they? Yeah, but he's probably played in that in that position a lot more in terms yeah, of like lately. Yeah, yeah, he's played six sure. a lot more. I mean, he might start if Donny starts tomorrow. I will literally be 100 behind it, and I'll say yeah, like give him a go. But. I don't. I genuinely don't think he will. I think he'll. I think he'll start Matic, and I think he'll he'll start Pogba in there together, and then he'll play. He, he could then yeah get Ronaldo in the team, but I don't know. I would like Donny to play, but it's gonna be it's gonna blow up. It, I think the problem is with Donny. So many people want to football Twitter wants to see him play, but my argument is always that he's never justified a place in the team, even when he has played. Yeah. And. To me, the only thing I can think that he's literally the, the only thing that I can think that he's done was score against us on his debut last season. In a game and that we still lost. In a game that you lost three one. Yeah. So three one was it? Or three two? No, we, he got the only goal, I think. So I think it was either three one or two one, yeah. I think it yeah. was three one. So yeah, he started in a yeah. game that we lost, played in midfield, and probably, to be honest, had a pivotal role in the reason why we lost. Yeah, I do remember you guys being open that game. Like um, the, the only good game, well, I saw his best game last year, albeit I think he only started four games, was against Southampton the first time we played him, and he was he was quality against Southampton when we played him, and I think that's because the team was set up in in a way to play the interchanges and and um, constantly pass it on. But obviously, as we got later into the season, we just kept that double pivot because we couldn't afford it with with the back line. Maybe that will change now. We have got Varane. And I hope against Newcastle, I hope to God against Newcastle, we don't play a double pivot because we don't need to against Newcastle. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't need to. But, but before we get on to Newcastle and we get, obviously, I think we all think Man United are going to win this game. Um, I don't see how you could think. I think we can pretty safe on there. But what we, we briefly spoke about it in the um, group chat. But your thoughts on, I put out this thing that does Marcus Rashford get into the best Manchester United team right now? <laughs> I pose that he doesn't. No. Uh, just we'll get your thoughts on that, Bards. Yeah. I said he did, didn't I? Yeah. I said he did. Yeah, I would still argue that he does because I think he's the best left-sided player we've got. And he is good on the left. On his, When he's not injured, and the problem with him, I think the problem with Rashford is he was injured all of last season, but his numbers to back up the fact that he was injured were, were insane. Like, um, he was so influential in carrying the ball and getting to the box. Um, he's just been like kicked around so much that he really did need a summer off. I'm actually glad, but it's annoying that he went to the Euros. Yeah. He should have had like surgery and just recuperated, oh, yeah. but maybe the lack of football still helped. Um, and the light training, I don't know, but I would still yeah. say, I'd say Rashford on the left. If you want the best, I would say Rashford on the left over Pogba. Yeah. And then I would have Fernandez. And then it's hard because obviously you, you put Sancho in there, but then I've not seen like much of Sancho yet in a United shirt. So then I'd probably have, you know, if I, if this was pre, yeah, I suppose you're saying how is it now? Yeah. So then I would probably have 
Sancho and then I would have Ronaldo over Greenwood, I guess, because of Ronaldo and who he is. Yeah, of course. So, to back up your point, you're completely correct. I mean, 21 goals and 15 assists last year in all competitions for Marcus Rashford with an injury. With and, and people said he played crap, which yeah. I would attest to. He played some crap games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He didn't look. He definitely wasn't the Marcus Rashford, to, you know, setting the world alight like he has been mm. since he's come into the come into the Prem, but or into the Man United team. But yeah, you can't argue. Twenty-one goals and fifteen assists with a broken shoulder, is it, or whatever he had? Uh, yeah, he had. Um, I think it's like some ligaments in his shoulder. But also, he's had like he's had lower, He broke his back. I think that was the season before, and for some reason, Oli played him with a broken back. He's had count. He's had uh, an ankle problem when last year when we flew out to the Europa final, his like ankle like swelled up on the fly. But then he played. So like he's always had an injury. He just needs to not play football, man. Yeah. Like um, um, but, fair, now that you've got Ronaldo in, he can literally take his time. Yeah, I mean this is the thing, and it's a good question you raise: is does he get into the best like start front starting? Because you're still leaving out Pogba, and I left out Greenwood in there. Oh, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. And I just said I'd start Greenwood over Ronaldo in this game. Yeah, it's nuts, man. But yeah, you can't drop Greenwood. Free and free and free. You can't argue with that, man. Uh, so yeah, but I think we're all going to go Man United. Newcastle, there's not really much to say, to be honest. So uh, let's get let's get on to the next one, boys. Sutton, uh, Sutton obviously, I've always put them as Sutton. Uh, Southampton versus West Ham. Um, I, I do think... Southampton are going down. I'm so sure that Southampton are going down this year, um, and I think West Ham are gonna. They're gonna do. Obviously, they've got Kurt Zuma and Nikola, uh, Nikola Vlasic now, who are gonna be fit and ready to go. Zuma. I know France haven't been particularly good, but Zuma has been the outstanding player for them um, in that backline. So I don't know. I think I think it could be quite good, man. West Ham. I, I think they're gonna do it here. Um, any thoughts on the game, boys? West Ham in particular, I suppose, because who cares about Southampton? I'll always back West Ham. Yeah, I think West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. Moyes is playing a style of football that just works, man. And like, I'm actually really happy to see Moyes back and doing well with the club, because yeah. you see the players around him as, in that team. They're so on board with what's going on. But also, they, a lot of the players, like you saw Fournell, or Fournells came out the other day, and he was just saying, "I love West Ham." And like, I feel like there's a real. It's similar to England. A lot of the players. And a lot of the fans are just like coming together and having a real relationship, and I think that's all brought about from Moyes, which is something that obviously he didn't have at United because there was so much pressure, and you know he's been there once already, so Moyes knows the club inside out. But he's really putting his stamp on the team. Yeah, um, West, West Ham fans have wanted that identity back for so long as well. Yeah, like when it's obviously yeah. losing Upton Park and stuff, having yeah. Mark Noble and James Tompkins as the only two like players who. Tell cared about the club for years, and um, but now you got players like Antonio and Socek and Declan Rice himself. Well, yeah, Rice wants to leave, so yeah, you got yeah, Sufal though. I've seen yeah. that. Um, yeah, I saw that. There's been a bit of a controversy now. Obviously, this has just been reported. It could be a load of bollocks, but I don't, I don't know. Um, players aren't too happy about the Kurt Zuma because Kurt Zuma's come straight in and he is now their highest earner at the club. Um, on like 130 grand a, uh, a week or something like that and Declan Rice is on 60 and I've heard Declan Rice in particular is not happy about the Kurt Zuma signing in that particular way and he's still pushing for an out next summer and that's uh, transfer mistakes 101 on football manager yeah 
Actually, talking about football manager, Bars, I just over, I just took over Man United on my football manager career. Signed oh, Declan yeah. Rice and Federico Chiesa. We're top of the league, boy. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I'd take Rice in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, I think you'll end up yeah. with him. I think you, um, uh, you'll sell Pogba next summer or you'll go on a free, whatever it is, and uh, you'll bring Declan Rice's in your sixth. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be I, can uh, I can understand why Rice is sort of pissed off, to be honest. Because um, I think as a young player that's proving himself sort of to the club or whatever, that he's a great player. He is obviously definitely one that's going to continue to be great for a long time because he's still very young. But I think at the same time, he needs to realise that the only way he's going to start to earn more money is if he signs a new contract. If he signs a new contract, then he's going to have to stay there for a little bit longer or, or maybe another year or so before someone wants to pay what West Ham are going to be asking for. So I think he kind of wants... Really he wants his... Like, he wants both sides, but he can't really have that. He wants to earn more money, but also still be able to leave potentially next summer. So I think it's uh, it's a tough one for him. Um, but yeah, I can I can half understand why he's he's a bit pissed off. You can work around that though, because you could just if he's if you're Declan Rice, you could sign a deal for more money now and put a buyout clause in your track in your new one. And if someone comes in and buys it out, then you finessed West Ham. Yeah, I just don't see a world in which someone like even Man United. I don't see a world in which they pay eighty million though for a defensive midfielder. And I totally understand. I think I think Rice is such a great ball carrier though as well. Like if you watch West Ham play, even against Southampton, there will be clips where he has the ball and he will dribble it to the byline and he'll still cross it in. Like he's unbelievable actually carrying the ball, which is a surprise trait. And I don't, that kind of thing goes under um, the radar. But yeah, I don't see a world in which someone pays a hundred million pounds for a CDM or for Rice. No. I mean, you wouldn't pay £100 million pounds for Kante, would you, like, if we're being completely serious? That's the thing. CDMs don't go for that amount of money. Yeah. And West Ham want that money. That's the issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, they're just unfortunate. They've got an absolute gem of a player just in the one of the worst positions to have that player in. Definitely. I mean, I think it's totally ludicrous that Zoom is on the, the, you know, the highest amount because oh, he's suspect to... He's a suspect to a mistake as Craig Dawson is. And Craig Dawson loves sticking in the back of his own net. Oh, so, mate, no, but you should see it. West Ham fans love Craig Dawson. Oh, yeah, mate, mate. I've got all my, all my mates are West Ham fans. Bloody love Craig Dawson. And, you know, like... Tell you fair enough. Done by Gallagher. But he, does, like, he puts it in, like, three three games in a row and will, like, stick it in the back of his own net. But they do love Craig Dawson. But to have Kurt Zuma as, like, your highest paid on 130, I think, is crazy. And they're probably broken their wage structure now for that. Yeah, 100%. They must have. 100%. Well, who are we going to go for then? West Ham? I think we're all pretty much going to go for West Ham. Yeah. I, think, I think they look really good against Leicester. Obviously, a little bit of a... Sort of, not a bad game against you guys at all, because it was still the sort of point out of it and everything like that. But they didn't look as good as and as confident as they were against Leicester. So I think they'll be looking to put sort of proper crack on and just absolutely do Southampton in. I wouldn't be surprised if Southampton do get something out of this game, though. Um, They've been lucky so far this season. They've had luck on their side in terms of getting results. Like a night. Yeah, they're not playing particularly well, but yeah. I, I do think they have some players of quality in the side that could come up with a big moment for them. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of players there that could maybe do something. I don't know. I wouldn't put Nathan Redmond as one of those players because we've been. He's 
past it now. He's whatever thing it. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember when it was? Yeah, the potential he had. And he just never kicked on. I think the guys that you're looking at, are like Adam Armstrong and James Paul Prowse, really. Yeah. I think the two guys that, and 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 uh, Gineppo, is that his name? Is that he plays? For uh, yeah, Jennifer and uh, Walcott as well. Well, sure, yeah, pop up as well. Oh God, Theo Walcott. Yeah, I forgot about Theo Walcott. But yeah, no, I think, I think, yeah, I, I think you're right. They could get a result, but I think West Ham will. With Kurt Zuma starting, which I assume he will, that does shore up that backline a bit more than what they had. So, you know. I think they could get a result here. Um, yeah. Leicester Man City. We'll start getting through this a bit more. Leicester Man City, obviously. Well, Leicester is still absolutely done in with uh, with injuries and suspensions to Iosi Perez. But you know, I don't think they, you know, obviously they're not at the best the best season. They they got battered by West Ham and then sort of got, n- not lucky, but narrowly got a win against Norwich, which is a team that they should be seeing off no problem. Um, is Perez yeah, out for it, two games? Because it was straight red, know. wasn't it? Uh, I, I, Leicester will want to hope he's out for two games. Yeah. That just it makes them better. Because obviously it was they played they played um, uh, Norwich and he wasn't playing since he's obviously had the yellow uh, the red card. Oh, yeah. So maybe it, I would it, yeah, maybe maybe then maybe not. I, I don't if know. It, if, um, it, if it's a straight red, it's a two match ban. Two or three, depending three, on yeah, what. Three. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, three match ban yeah. for for Perez, I think. But then, uh, obviously, yeah, Man City. Uh, Man City. I don't think there's really much to say. Obviously, they could be out of without Edison and Gabriel Jesus. But then, you know, they they could have. Well, yes, yeah, Scott Carson in goal. Does that does that alone and without Gabriel Jesus that gives Leicester more of an, e- an edge in this game? Because obviously, Leicester have got still insane injuries. Yeah, but I think they'll be bang up for it. If they shoot anywhere within the box or out just <clears> outside <throat> the box, surely that's going in, right? And with well, players like Telemans, they can just bank him in. Yeah, man. That's the thing. They'll be going for a lot of long-range stuff, I think, because it will be hard enough for them to get through the rest of the City team to get to Scott Carson to be able to do that, I think. But I think there will be a, a lot of sort of long shots. People just yeah. hoping, like, like Harry said, about like, Telemans. Still control he's, the ball. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Telemans is, is always one for a banger. He loves a long-range shot. So I think that's what they'll be they'll be aiming for. Definitely. Sorry, Mark. Uh, sorry, uh, Bards, to go back to Man United really quickly. But um, what about Ndidi? Yeah, that's yeah. So that's one as well. That I think to get him out of Leicester. So they've, even they've got a CDM like a specialist. But to get him out of Leicester, it's going to cost a fair fair bob. Yeah, I, I mean, think just to get Madison out. To get Madison out, they wanted sixty mil, didn't they? And then I think. Indeed, he's going to be. It depends how long he's got on his contract. I don't know. But... Do you think it'd be easier to get Indeed out of Leicester than Rice out of West Ham? Um, I would say probably not, because I reckon if it was West Ham, you could probably send players the other other way in the youth academy. Yeah. Whereas Leicester, I I think Leicester are a big enough club, but also they're they're well run and they've got, they've got you know, good owners to be like, no, we can spend money elsewhere and get yeah. like, a replacement. That's a fair point. Who would you rather have, Rice or Ndidi? I think I would rather have Rice, purely on the back of his, you know, relationship with a lot of players that we've already got in the team. Yeah. But I've also seen way more of Rice having like a lot of mates that are West Ham fans, and I've seen Rice in the, you know, actually in the flesh to know that he's how good he is, as opposed to Ndidi. But Ndidi gets a lot of shouts on Twitter. And I don't know if that's just because he's the one who replaced Kante, you know, so there's a lot, a, a lot of fanfare there to be like, oh, 
Just... He's a hipster shout. Yes. He's a very good player, but he's a hipster shout for play for people. He's like the cool guy to rate um, at that defensive mid spot. Um, I would still rather go and get a Rice or a Calvin Phillips than in DD. Might be a little bit of a personal bias there myself, as there are England boys, but. Like, you know, I mean, I would I mean, also would try and go for Phillips. Absolutely, I reckon Phillips would be easier to get than Rice would. I was going to mention I Phillips. Him. I see him in a United shirt as well, that Calvin. Phillips. That would destroy Leeds fans. Would it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to mention Calvin Phillips. When do you think he's going to leave Leeds? Because it's going to happen. Yeah, I think probably I don't know. next summer. What if Leeds push on and get better and better? Like they, they could keep him. There's no reason. Like people were I saying. Same thing for say about Vardy. He'd mm, be an yeah. ideal signing for Liverpool, Calvin Phillips. Yeah. I'd hate it if he went to Liverpool. I'd fucking hate it if he went to Liverpool so much, man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I could see an Ndidi at Liverpool or something like that as well. Like, there's so I could see all three of them players moving at some point. Um, but yeah, be interesting. But what do we think of this Manchester City Leicester game, man? Taking in all the accounts, obviously all the uh, injury. You know, Wesley Fofana, James Justin, Johnny Evans, Iosi Perez out. Big, big names, man. Obviously, Pereira think... might be out as well. He's got a little knock. So, I think still City's still got it. it. It's still City, isn't it? Even with Scott Carson in goal in it. Man City. So I'm going to say 0-0. 0-0? 0-0. 0-0. Okay, fair enough. A dull 0-0. A dull 0-0. I think, I think City will do it, man. I think it'll probably be like a, yeah, like a 1 or 2-0, man. I, I don't know. I think even with Scott Carson, that, they're just still so good and they're going to control the ball. They still got cut. They still got that back line, which is sick. Yeah. So, just yeah. for people that don't know, when we say City, we are talking about Man City and not Leicester City because they are both City. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah. We all yeah. think Man City. I don't know anyone who refers to Leicester and City, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's true. Yeah, we are talking about Man City. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to go rest Bards and Ollie, Man Cities. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be one 0 City, Man City. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. He's uh he's kicking on more and more every game for City it seems. But uh, Chelsea versus Villa, man, could we see Sal Nigues making his uh his um what debut? Um, I posed the question here as well. If he comes in, who goes out, Jorginho or Kante? Because they're both equally as important. Probably Kante at the moment because I think Kante's had a couple of injuries or he's had a couple of knocks recently so I think he's probably less match fit than Jorginho is Yeah. purely on a injury basis as opposed to skill or anything like that but if Kante is fully fit then <laughs> it's a it's a sort of a bad choice that well good problem to have in that sort of yeah, situation yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't need to necessarily be like, oh, who's going to start? They can just interchange and stuff like that. But I guess Sal will need to get up oh, to well, speed. To cover change as well. Yeah, cover change. He's not even been doing badly. No. no. Um, I hope they... I really, really hope they uh, They do this. But um, but yeah, but Bards, obviously, if you, I know you've got a going, my man. So um, don't you worry about it. We'll just get you We'll get you out of him, my man. Go, what are you going to do? You're going to watch filming, yeah? I'm going to see Candyman, boys. Nice. Is that Willy Wonka? Yeah, mate. It's uh, yeah, a horror depiction of Willy Wonka. It's just already pretty scary now. All those children games. Yeah, but pleasure. 
great chat. Uh, I'll be on soon. It's good to see you, my man. No worries. Yeah. Take easy. Bye, Dale. 2-0 Chelsea. Bye, Dale. Bye, Dale. Bye, Dale. Bye, Dale. We'll continue with the Villa. I, I do think Chelsea are going to smash Villa here. And I know like, yeah. Villa have been rocky to start so far, man. Like, very rocky. Um, and I just think, yeah, I could see Chelsea... Put, you know, Lukaku, this could be Lukaku's first, like, brace, hat-trick sort of vibe, I think. Especially if there's no Martinez, because he was obviously part of the Argentina team that um, uh, did, broke the COVID regulations. So... I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Chelsea, Chelsea or Villarreal? Oh, Chelsea. Comfortable Chelsea win. Yeah, yeah they've had such a strong start to the season. They're so good. Yeah, just they? playing so confidently. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even like the, the Liverpool game, like the ten for ten men, they didn't really look too much like they were going to concede or lose it. No. Um, I mean, they didn't offer much going forward at that point, but they were so resolute and. Yeah, well, that's they didn't quality. need to. They, they, yeah, they, they. I think they at that point they were like, "Fuck it, let's just get this draw, man." Yeah. Because there was like, "We're not even going to go forward." There's no point because we're away just at Liverpool, man. Yeah. 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 You always take uh, the draw away at Liverpool. Always Liverpool. Uh, talking about Liverpool, that's our next one. So we've all gone for a Chelsea win, but we've got Leeds at home to Liverpool. Obviously, Leeds. We know what they've been like. Rafinha is probably not going to play due to him being involved with the Brazil team. Um, obviously, Liverpool are going to be without. Is it Fabinho and Allison? Fabinho, Allison, Fabinho. Uh, yeah, so they're going to be about a few people. I could see, just with how Liverpool have been, as as I could see Liverpool winning it, I could equally see them losing it this game to a scrappy one nil Bielsa special. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think. I think Leeds, obviously, the, yeah, Rafinha is such a big player for them, though. But they have got Dan James, who could be coming in and making his debut. Could cause a problem for that Liverpool backline if they're not up to uh, up to speed. Um, yeah, what, what do you guys think? I, I'm struggling with this one. I think it's a great game for Dan James to come in for, to be fair. I think I'd be keen to impress on his debut. Um, obviously, the Liverpool may not have... Uh, it'll be like a wild card for them how he'll fit into their squad mm -hmm. um, in terms of Liverpool preparing to go up against it but, um, and we all know he can just turn it on in games and yeah. like, really get get behind people they still have Salah so yeah, that's it isn't it Like they still have yeah, Salah no, he can win no. games on his own um, <laughs> who are they oh, he can oh, really like, like, really like him huh yeah, I, I'm saying he's really like Liverpool. Uh, completely sick of them now. Sick of yeah, their shit. Yeah, uh, so bored of Salah. Yeah. Um, I still like Mane. Mane has not been that great, but we that seems to not be talked about really that much. But we'll. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna put myself. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I think Leeds are gonna get it done. I think Leeds are gonna get a surprise win at home. They're gonna one nil, something like that. It'd be a scrappy one. They'll just frustrate Liverpool. Um, actually, no, because I do think Liverpool. I'm going to go three-one leads. Why not? I'm going to go two-one leads. Okay, that's. I yeah, do yeah, think okay. Salah will score. Salah or Jota will score. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. It's hard to see Liverpool not scoring a goal in a game. Mm. Um, but yeah, Ollie, what do you reckon, man? Are you going to go gonna Liverpool? Two-two. Two-two now. Okay. Two-two. So Mr. Remix. Yeah, yeah so no, I think a... uh, with the sort of the some of the 
well with Kelleher being in goal, no Allison. They're missing a couple of key players. Like you say, obviously they have still got uh, like Salah, Mane, like lots of other great players. So I don't think they're going to be like easy to just walk all over. But I do think Leeds probably will have a more of an edge than they normally would have. Um, so I'm going to go for a, a two-two. Nice. Yeah, I think I think you I think it could be it's going to be goals. Whatever the whatever it is, it's going to be goals, I think. So we'll see how it goes. But um last game, Everton Burnley. Probably another really boring game. Um obviously Everton are a, a massively boring team, but it's just that this has everything. Uh, Everton I think they tend to play down to their team, to their opponents. Yeah. This and, will be a big test for them because they've been playing without the ball a lot. Yeah. And exactly. that's how Burnley play regardless of their opposition yeah. so um, so I think it could actually be quite an entertaining game I think it could be really like scrappy end to end both teams trying to assert dominance but maybe making odd mistakes and stuff but and if we, I, I think to be it could fair, be an underrated exciting game we've seen what Burnley did to Liverpool and how dangerous they did look against Liverpool um, they could cause some problems for for Everton especially that back line is not solid for, for Everton at all um, we know what it's like, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, it is Rafa. Obviously, Rafa's a bit of a beast as a manager. We all know that. But yeah, I think they could do. I, I just, I think Everton will get a goal. I don't. I've heard Calvert Lewin has potentially picked up a knock, and it's unsure whether or not he's going to play. So if that's the case, and they could struggle, especially if they don't have a chart. Oh no, they do have a Charleston because Brazil would be in bare light simple about their whole situation. They're allowing uh, Richarlison to go home to go play, but they're not allowing the rest of the Brazilian team. Um, I don't know if you heard about this age. No. Yeah. So because Everton, because Everton let Richarlison go to the Olympics with Brazil, they've decided that Richarlison can go and play for Everton this weekend. Whereas the other players that the other teams that didn't let their players go play for Brazil at the Olympics have their players have to quarantine. That's so absurd. Yeah, in it. It's, it's, the whole argument is that it's because of COVID reasons and. We spoke about this evidently briefly not, yesterday. Evidently not about COVID reasons. No, of course. We spoke about this yesterday, just when it was just me and Alf, and said there's definitely something dodgy going on there. Like someone's getting some money somewhere. I think there's something. I hunch that something dodgy's happening because you can't just let. Very funny though. What happened? You can't let. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, the people kind of like coming onto the pitch and stuff and stopping the game. Like, okay. I don't normally see that happen. But yeah, no, I think uh, I, 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 I'm gonna go. Uh, H, you've sort of convinced me that Burnley could get something out of this, and I think I'm gonna go. Uh, I think I'm gonna go one all draw. I think it'll be the highest scoring game of the weekend. I'm gonna That's say. Uh, I'm gonna say three two Everton. Three two Everton. Okay, fair enough. Gonna go two nil Everton. Two nil Everton. Okay, that's fair enough. That's it, boys. We've previewed. We've previewed this week of football. Before we go, I'd just like to say, Harry, how'd you feel tonight? Buccaneers versus Cowboys. The NFL is back, boy. I'm excited, story. mate. I'm yeah. excited. You're um, going to pick up the dub this, this tonight, boy. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be sleeping for it, not going to lie. But, yeah. Um, yeah, excited for it to come back, obviously, which is not a feeling I've really had going into a NFL season other than last year. Yeah. Um, that's what happens when you lose James yeah. Winston and you gain Tom Brady. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
talk about upgrades. Probably yeah, the best upgrade that would ever happened. Oh yeah, 100%, 100%. But no, I look at, but that's it. Yeah, no, we're looking forward people to people that I'm don't sure. understand American football, not proper football that they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, football. <laughs> we're talking about football. 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 Yeah. Um, um, so basically, last time on my team, Tampa Bay, we it's the equivalent of us having, um, I don't know, pick someone random. Like if we had Connor Wickham as our starting striker, and uh, we replaced him with Cristiano Ronaldo. Basically, in one summer, yeah. James Winston had uh, he had an, a uh, historical season because he threw thirty touchdowns and also thirty interceptions. Uh, so he's basically one of the most inconsistent players to maybe ever play the game. Um, yeah, but no, it's um, it's gonna be good. I'm so excited for the NFL season. I know Ollie's super excited for the NFL season to come back. Um, yeah. Saying nothing, um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna leave it there. Uh, thanks for the World Cup of Darts, which has just started as well. Oh, oh. nice, nice. Um, <laughs> the F1's yeah, nice in Italy, <laughs> yeah, F1's in Italy. All right, see you later, everyone. Thanks for thanks for watching today. It's been obviously myself, Ollie, and Harry, and Bardell for, for a little while, but he's on, he's obviously going out to see the Candyman or whatever it is. But uh, but yeah, make sure to like, subscribe, follow. We're you know we you know where we are. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're at. Just follow. Type in Footy Fetish, and we might come up. We might not. If we do follow us, there might be some other uh, interesting results. Yeah, yes. um, Footy Fetish it, podcast. Make sure you would probably yeah, add podcast. Yeah, spell it correctly. Mm. Yeah. Remember that that first Y is very oh, very critical. It's the most important letter of them all. It is. If you do get into somewhere else and you maybe you're in a forum that's uh, got something to do with a footy fetish and you're talking to some people in there and it's not what you think, maybe direct them our way to the footy fetish podcast. Yeah. We can do with more followers. More There's viewers. a whole podcast about this yeah. sort of thing, exactly. kind of. Maybe you tell, yeah, exactly. If yeah, I mean, I'll have my feet out all episode. Yeah. If the, if the subs ask for it. If the subs exactly. ask for it. Exactly. But anyway, yes, thank you guys, and we will see you soon. Peace, love, and Mo Farah signs. Peace. Bye.